What up? Got to reboot the CPU. First time using the uh, the home studio in over a month. Definitely left the computer on. So I thought, let's reboot. Because when in doot, reboot. I used to say that a lot back in the uh, back in the radio days. Uh, let's call the brand eye. Bing. Oh, yeah. Oh, there she is. Uh-huh. Huh. Here we go now. <laughs> Here we go now. My office. You're home. I'm home. My office is a fucking disaster. Disaster. That's what happens when you leave town. Uh, Great sweatshirt, honestly. Siete. I love. I love Siete. Yeah, ding, ding for Siete. But Siete <laughs> also Siete. spends money with us. I know. They don't but, need to. I know. I guess if people don't know, like Siete makes Mexican food stuff at the store, but healthy. Yeah, it's like low carb cashew queso. Actually, I gotta say, cashew queso. Whoa. Cashew Ooh. queso. That's hard to say. Cashew queso. Cashew, it? Say it 10 times fast. Cashew queso. Cashew queso. Cashew queso. Cashew queso. Cashew queso. I'm pretty good at it. Okay. That's pretty good. That's just pretty bomb. Not going to lie about that one. I'm trying to look a little less homeless, but I know. it's hard, you know? When you request these morning shows, we both look like hot <laughs> garbage. Sorry. I'm busy. What can I say? You are busy. It is just all of a sudden really picked up. <laughs> well, that's good. At least you're making that money, honey. Making a little money, honey. You know, it doesn't really help when you rip your arm open Dude, days before a trip. If people don't know what she's talking about, she was on a on a pontoon. I think it was a pontoon. No, uh-uh. A little speedboat. A speedboat? All right. And then you fell and you cut your arm. And then you put it on Instagram. And you know what? Instagram was like, this is too gross. We're going to fucking let you know that you might throw up if you see it. And you know what? I couldn't look at it. I didn't do it. Really? I, I chickened out. Oh, man. So tell us what happened. Okay, it's kind of a long story if you really want to know all the deeds. I want to know enough of the First deeds of all, to get through. It's looking it's looking pretty good. Yeah, you went to a plastic little... surgeon to get that bitch stitched yeah. up, huh? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, so here's the story. What, what, by the way, what is on? Is that mud on it? It's tape they put over the stitches. I'm 34. This is the first time I've ever had stitches. Ooh, it's not, not insane. So apparently they do this. They put tape over the stitches. It's supposed to help it not like scar as bad, but like I'm going to have a scar, you know? Yeah. See, what had happened was <laughs> my friend Bobo. Bobo? <laughs> part of this. Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. I already don't best. believe this story. Okay. His name's Adam Bobo, but we call him Bobo. Real quick. Do you remember Bobo, ski, atten, button, nay, nay, I am Bobo, Bo, skinny in the atten, button, Bobo, ski, atten, button, Bobo, ski, atten, button, boo. No? No, I'm, I'm too young for that. Fuck. All right, if wife tears out there have heard that, that was a game that we used to play, and we'd like grab each other's hands and you go back and forth. Bobo, skiat, and bot, nay, nay, I am Bobo, and then whoever got it last won. I don't know, so dumb. All right, continue on with your story about the fucking fictitious guy that you know that name's Bobo. Okay, so one of my best friends, Adam Bobo. Yeah. Um, he's part of this little like boat club in Nashville. Where <laughs> you like pay a membership, and then you can have a boat whenever you want. So yeah. He, we've been like doing the boat thing a lot lately. Yeah. And since my sister's in town, she was like, I want to have at least one boat day, like where we go out and we've been wanting to learn how to wake surf and stuff. And, and these guys are like really good at it. So like, like, you know, us, like, like, especially Miley, like we never get to do stuff like this. Like we never get a whole day to just chill on the lake. Like we had to schedule this weeks in advance. So we've got this lake day planned. And, um, I went out a little earlier. I went out at like 10 so I could like suntan a little, you know, me and my friend Kirsten. And so we'd been out there for a while. And then, um, like, I don't know, like noon rolls around and we go back to the dock. We pick up like my sister, some of her friends, some more of my friends. Um, we got a whole crew out there. Miley was like, okay, I want to wake surf. And so Kirsten had already tried to wake surf and Miley got up there. And if you've ever done anything like water skiing, you know, kneeboarding, any of that stuff, even like tubing, I think like, you start and stop a lot, right? Like whenever someone, you know, falls off the board or doesn't get up, you got to stop and go back and get them. And then they get on and then you start again. So it's, it's a lot of just stop and go. And we've been doing this. We've been doing this for like an hour or so. And the boat we were on, most speedboats, I think, do this, like where it's like you have your seats and then on the very back end, it's like a big, like big flat seat on the back of the boat where like when the boat stopped, you can lay there, you can tan. And, and when it, and then that's where you like climb on and off the back of the boat to get on the, the skis or the board or whatever you're doing. And so I was sitting. I was not standing. Everyone gets very confused about this. When I tell the story, they're like, so you were standing up like an idiot. And I was like, no, 
I was sitting in the boat, but I was sitting on the back flat end because I was the person tossing the rope out. Like when someone fell, I'd, I'd be the one to toss it back out. But I was sitting and I had my feet in the boat because like, you know, like the rule is feet in the boat so that you don't fly off the back, right? Like that's the concern I feel is when you take off, you don't want to be flying off the back of the boat. My feet were in the boat so that I could catch myself. And we're laughing, having a great time. And then uh, Miley eats shit for like the fifth time trying to get up on this on this wakeboard surfboard thing. And I'm laughing. I'm trying to video her because I'm trying to catch her getting up on the board. And I'm laughing with Kirsten. And I'm like, look, Miley, I have so many videos of Miley eating shit. So this is what I get, guys. Don't shit talk your sister. I'm like, look at these videos. This is hilarious. And then out of nowhere, we stop real quick. Like, But we had been doing that. But just this one stop flung me forward into the boat, not off the back. I fell forward into the boat. And landed on top of my friend. He was sitting like in the actual seat right below me. And I landed on top of him, felt so bad. And I'm, I sit up and I'm laughing and I'm like, oh my God, Spencer, I'm so sorry. I was just on top of you, my bad. And then I look down and there is blood everywhere. And I just, I, I it, like I, my brain, I panicked because I was like, I, wait, I didn't even, nothing hurt. Like that can't be my blood. Like this is all going out of my head. And then I looked at my arm and there's blood everywhere. So I panicked and grabbed my towel that was next to me and I put it over my arm and I'm like, oh my God, like, am I bleeding? I'm confused because like I didn't, nothing really hurt. Like I fell and I don't know, it was just such a weird thing and it all happened so fast. And I guess Kirsten, before I even realized what had happened, she looked down and saw my arm. And now when she tells it, she's like, I looked down and I literally was like, oh shit, I can see the, the inside of Brandy's arm. Like that was, that was bad. It was bad. And so she freaks out, jumps off the boat into the water. My best friend literally jumps ship because she's (laughs) nauseous and all this is happening. And so I guess words getting out, like something happened, right? This is all happening within like 30 seconds. And then Bobo, who's driving the boat just happens to be, he's like, he was an anesthesiologist for years. Uh, You know, he's, he's a certified nurse or whatever. He's got his, now he's got his own health and wellness company, does IVs every day and everything. Like he's like, if you're going to split your arm open on a boat, he's the guy you want to be there, you know? And he's like, all right, you got it. Let me see it. I need to see if you need stitches. Just let me see it. And, and as this is all happening, I'm starting to see white. Like I can tell I'm about to pass out, you know? Oh wow. And he's like, just let me see it. I pulled the towel off. And the look on his face, he like the blood just left his face. And he was like, all right, it's not that bad. But like, I think you need stitches and I think we should probably go right now. And I was just, then I started to just lose my shit because I could tell he was lying. I could tell it was very, very bad. Yeah. And then everybody, I could just see it on everyone's face. Like, this is very bad. So then in my brain, I immediately am like, I'm going to bleed to death out here on this lake because it's going to take us 20 minutes to get back to the dock. Yeah. And then once I realized what happened, it started to hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, my arm's throbbing. I'm seeing white. I can't see. I'm going to pass out. So I'm like, like breathing heavy, just like trying to get a handle on it. And I started to spiral. And they were like, it's all good. We're just going to go. We're going to go into the ER. You're going to get stitches. It's going to be all good. It's not even bleeding anymore. And I was just spiraling, having an anxiety attack. Like I, I've just never, I've never been in an accident. I've never hurt myself really, which is pretty crazy considering my lifestyle, like riding horses all the time. So we head back to the bow and then, and then Adam's like, you know what? Scratch that. No ER. I called a friend of mine, a plastic surgeon. We're going to walk straight into his office or you're not going to have to wait. And we're, you're going to go get stitches. You're going to get stitched up by the best guy in town. And I was like, I'm like bawling at this point. I'm like, okay, are you sure I have to have stitches? I'm so scared. Like bawling, crying. I'm like, can someone call my mom? Like I just (laughs) went from 34 to 14 so fast. So we called Tish, we called Tish, and I think whoever called her said, okay, don't panic, but Brandy cut her arm open and there's a lot of blood. Why would you say that? Why would you say it like that? Tish's first thought is, she goes, was it the propeller? Did she cut her arm off on the propeller? Or whatever. And and they're like, no, 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 no. She wasn't even in the water. Wasn't even in the water. It's all good, but like, maybe you should come meet her at the hospital. And so I'm like, let me talk to her because I can tell she's freaking out. I get on the, get her on the phone. I'm like, mom, mom, I'm fine. But like you, should, I need you to come to the hospital so that my friends don't have to babysit me. She was like, so she was like, so I should probably cancel my manicure appointment. <laughs> and I was like, yes, mom, cancel the manicure appointment. I need you to come to the hospital. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we go to the we go to the plastic surgeon. And the best part about this story, I don't know if you guys know this, like 
So the YFTers know I'm a big fan of laughing gas, right? We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Like when I go to the dentist, even if it's a teeth cleaning, I want the gas. It's, I love it so much. And it, it literally just makes everything better. And then I obviously I've told you guys about the, the waxing place in Denver with the gas clutch. So I'm sitting in the plastic surgeon's office. I'm losing it even more. I like, I, I have so much anxiety about doctors. I sit down in the chair and just start going in, into complete hysterics and I'm bawling crying. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have so much anxiety. I don't know why I'm crying. I'm so sorry. And then we're, he's like, it's all good. Like you're good. And I'm like, if you guys had laughing gas, this would just be so much better. And he, and the nurse goes, we actually got it last week. And I was like, what? That's fucking great news. And my mom's like, stop cussing. And I'm like, mom, my arm split open. And it was just the whole thing. So they gave me laughing gas. And once that stuff kicked in, I didn't feel a thing. Didn't feel a thing. So here's the moral of the story. Guys, if you go to the doctor, like, Ask if they have laughing gas because there's a, like a decent chance they've got it. And I'm telling you, I don't care what it costs, 85 bucks to like take the laughing gas. Take it. Game changer. Game changer. What did you cut your arm on though? We do not know because we were looking around and there wasn't blood on anything. You know what I mean? Like it was impossible to tell. And that we there was nothing really sharp. The only thing I saw that it maybe could have been, but there was no blood on it. I think you call it like an oh shit handle in the car, like the handles where you grab, like a grab handle. There were some of those inside the boat and like maybe that, but it, you know, it's not sharp. Like it's pretty blunt. I just can't imagine how that split my arm open the way it did, but I mean, maybe. Damn, dude. And I wasn't even drunk. Like it was crazy. Like I really wasn't doing anything that wrong besides talking mad shit about Miley. You're one day on the boat. You have planned it out for months, and then Brandy goes and yeah. ruins it for everybody. I literally, that was another reason I was so upset. I was, like, so upset. So I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. We were having so much fun. Like, I'm so mad that I ruined the day. And I really do think if we had stayed out there, I think Miley would have gotten up on that surfboard. She no. Was, she was very close. No. Yeah. She was no. close. No. That's just hard. I mean, it looks real hard. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're not dead. I'm also glad Thanks. for this fictitious character, Bobo. Don't believe that's his real name. Also, don't believe he's an anesthesiologist. Also, don't believe he's got a best friend who's a plastic surgeon. Seems real fucking... That's weird. That's suspicious. Bobo. I'm glad you're okay, though. Thanks, me too. But, it, like, oh, it sucked so bad. And then, of course, like, I'm getting stitched up. And my first question is... Can I ride my horse tomorrow? And he was, he just looked at me and he was like, are you kidding me? No. I was like, but I have to. And he was like, no. He was like, you literally, it's so deep. You cut your muscle. He was like, you cannot go and ride a horse. You can't do anything. He was like, don't use your arm for a week because it's not going to heal right if you do. And I was like, but I have a DJ gig in three days and I have to go. And he just, you could just tell he just hated me. He was like, you are so dumb. But I had to go, you know, I had to go. So you were able to hit the ones and twos in your DJ gig? I did two and a half days solid. I did not use my arm at all. Like, yeah. I was really good. He was like, he was like, you should go get a sling, which I didn't do. But I did keep it very still. I didn't lift anything. I didn't pull anything. I just, like, chilled for two days. And I think, like, just letting it rest for that long. And then I, I just didn't use it at all until I was literally on stage about to play. And I was like, well, let's just see what happens here. Let's just see if I can do this or not. And And I was fine. Well, I am glad that you're alive. I'm glad you can still hit the ones and twos. Yeah. You know, now you got a cool scar. And do you, you know what? Chicks dig scars. Interesting. Well, I, I'm not really going for chicks, but noted. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a tattoo over it. There you go. Also, it's right here. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess. You know what, though? I got to come up with a better story. You do. You can come up with a cool one. Yeah. I think I got it. I at least got to say I was the one wake surfing, you know, like I was up on the board. I was doing flips and then my arm just like hit the side of the boat, man. I don't know. Yeah. No, yes. you were ice skating partner. Yeah. And the blade yes. got me. Yes. You were partner ice skating with uh-huh. Brian Boitano and he was trying a new move where he spins you around like in the movie. Um, What is that movie? Topic. <laughs> you, know, you know that movie? Give me, you got to give me a little more to go on. <laughs> ice skating like diva who needs a new partner and they get like a washed up hockey player to pull this move which is like a crazy hard move where he like grabs her by his ankle by her ankles and like spins her around the only ice skating movie i know is the one with will ferrell yeah it's based on that 
Will Ferrell's that's a ripoff of it. Toe pick movie. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> yeah, right. Ah, uh, the cutting edge. That's it. Oh wow. By the okay. way, fucking fave thing. <laughs> Listen, no. I'm telling you, the cutting edge is a great film. All right. Is it? It really is. It really is. Topic. Okay. If anyone who's right. seen Cutting Edge knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, that's how it happened. Brian Boitano's blade fucking cut you on the arm, but you still were able to land the triple sound cow, and you won silver for America. Let's be fair, Brandy. You didn't win gold. All right? We know you didn't win gold. You're right. I didn't. I definitely but, did not. <laughs> if you want to make it believable, silver. Yeah, silver. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Baze is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Baze has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. We should, start, right. we should start the show, though. We absolutely should. Yeah. Me or you? I don't even know anymore. Maybe you. Okay. Bros and hoes. YFT number 160. That one rhymed, baby. You're oh, listening wow. to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Topic. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to go watch this. I know what the heck you're talking you about. You should watch you should watch Cutting Edge. It's actually quite amazing. Okay. Let's play a little of the trailer just to, like, get a vibe for it. <laughs> I'll just get a vibe real quick. So good. Ooh. What year did this movie come out? It's 1 o'clock. 92. It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just about four hours late here, Rita. Rita. Anita. Gita. Gita. Close. <gasps> Olympic star Doug Dorsey's the best hockey player in America, and he's about to retire. <laughs> Kate Mosley was America's sweetheart. Until Hercules here learns how to lock his grip, this will have to do. And she's got a nickname that rhymes with rich. What a bitch. That's For bitch. both of them, the Olympics have become a faraway dream. Here, you try. Until someone... Those are figure skates, pal. ...set up the ultimate blind date. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm a guy who came a long way from lunch. Please don't let me keep you from the trough. Enough! The king of the rink and America's ice queen just became a team. Don't quit your day job. Would you please put me down? Oh, you creep! Guess that move needs some work. D.B. Sweeney. Man, would I love to see you play hockey. Moira Kelly. Any day. The cutting edge. It's not like his nose was perfect. Come on. So good. Major 90s vibes, which I love. For sure. The cutting edge. Topic. You got to watch it. Fucking great. Okay, 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 okay. Remember the fucking quotes of it. What are you doing? I'm doing figure skating. Finger painting? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. If I watch it again, it probably would suck. But I loved it. Anyways, cutting edge. Check it out. Okay. Okay. Should we talk batch first or should we do favorite things first? Let's talk batch while it's f f fresh. F f f f f f fresh. Is it Andrew S? Mm hmm When he does his British accent, he, I'm like, oh, you're John Boyega. Okay, cool. <laughs> John Boyega's here. Only in Bachelor World is the worst thing in the world to eat a bunch of fucking carbs. Love that. I love this date. I think it's the only time really ever on this show that I legitimately laugh out loud. Mm. And you know what's, what really gets me is when they have to, do the whole like whisper sweet nothings into my ear 
yeah. one where it's with the giant ear and they give got to try to be sexy for like 30 seconds. It's insane the things these guys say. Yeah. By the way, the giant ears got some like big time 90s Nickelodeon game show vibes like that oh, they're like yeah. reaching there and they're going to be like goo or something. When John Boyega, a.k.a. Andrew, <sighs> is, it, is that his name? Andrew S? I think it's Andrew S. Yeah. I love him, by the way. When he whispers in the ear and, and she's like, oh, God, it's his English accent so sexy. And I'm like, that's not his, that's not his fucking voice. He's from like Detroit, you know, like yeah. he's, she's like, oh, it's so great when he, he's, that's a lie. He's not really British, lady. <laughs> I feel like I'm taking crazy pills over here. He does use that accent quite a bit. Though. All the time. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's, uh, it works for me, okay? Uh, if we have any British YFTers, I want to know how bad it is, you know? Oh, I'm sure it's horrible, but. I would not have eaten those. Is it Poblano they use? Those peppers will light you the fuck up. I fucking, I know those peppers, all right? Your boy knows those peppers. Those peppers will fucking ruin your life. I can't believe it. I would have been like, no. Listen, my heart is up for grabs, but my butthole is definitely not. And oh that's what we're going to, you're going to blow an O. Every one of those guys blew an O-ring that day or the next day. Sorry. It's true. Yikes. Fucking Greg over there just fucking crushing milk. <laughs> Disgusting. But by the way, my boy Trey doesn't even face him. He's like faking it that it was like hot. He wasn't sweating at all. I was like, Trey, dude, what's wrong with you, bro? Oh, Something man. If you're not sweating. You know what's so cringy, though, is all of the marriage proposals. Here's what's interesting. So your boy Greg, Dirk Greg, says oh. he's like, I love you. But while I he's do. having an attack of fucking heat minions in his mouth, right? Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to take it as he said he lo uh, loves me. And then she tells him that she's falling for him and he doesn't say it back. I know. Super awkward. Very awkward. I think it was Greg when he was whispering in the ear and he's like, I want to teach you. This was so bad. I want to teach you the 50 states. <sighs> you know? It was bad. He's like, first, like, New Hampshire. So I realized he was ripping off something there that was oh. stolen from this movie. Hey, is that Harkin's wife? Yeah, that's her. Oh man, she is hot. She sure is. Here we go. Tell you what, I'd like to bend her over a barrel and show her the 50 states, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what that means. That's a saying. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, it is, it is, yeah. No, people say that. I haven't heard it. I've, I've definitely heard people say that. I'm not gonna argue with you. Let's continue the recon. Well, that's definitely a phrase. It sure isn't. Yeah, it is. It's from a book. The Great Gatsby, maybe? First of all, Horrible Bosses is a phenomenal movie. Jason Sudeikis. I've never seen it. What? Charlie Day, Jason Sudeikis, and Jason Bateman. I mean, oh, like, Bateman. oh, and, well, Kevin Spacey. Mm, not anymore. <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Mm, love her. The Irish guy that everyone kind of hates, but whatever. Colin Farrell? Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He's in it? Interesting. Horrible Boss is a great movie. Anyways, Greg totally stole that fucking bit. Okay, well, that makes it a lot better, actually. Yeah, that it makes sense. That makes it so much funnier, actually. Now I kind of want to go back and rewatch it knowing that. Yeah. And I'll probably think it's a lot funnier than I was like, it was like very cringy. I didn't really think it was funny until the girls yelled out like, how's Florida treating you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girls just have so much fun with that one, too. Like, it just kills me. It really gets me every time. Yeah. I guess we have to talk about Thomas. Here's what we have to talk about. Okay. Trey and Andres, right? They're like at complete odds of like yes. what the right thing is. Like Trey wants to say something to Katie. Yeah. And and Andres, my boy, I'm a, I was on his side here. Like nothing good comes from talking about somebody else in your one on one time. Andrew is was completely right there. You know what I mean? And it kind of was very painful for me to watch Katie give Trey that rose. Just because, like, you, sh I don't know. She was validating talking about somebody else, and that's just, like, if you've seen The Bachelor enough, you know that's just not it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I didn't love the way that went down because I was I was with Andrew. Like, I think Andrew was right to not use his time to talk about another guy. Funny you bring that up because we had a girls' night last night. Sarah, uh, <laughs> Sarah's two best friends, Ashley and Sierra, came over, and we watched The Bachelor. It was interesting to get like their hot take on it because the room was split. Sarah and Sierra both were like, I'm on Trey's side. 
Mm-hmm. And then Ashley was like, I'm on John Boyega, a.k.a. Andrew side. Here's the thing. They're both not wrong. For sure. Because Trey being like, she needs to know these things. I'm protecting her heart, yada, yada, yada. It's great. And Andrew's being like, can we stop fucking making drama? Because every time we do this, none of us get to talk to her. Also mm-hmm. true. The producer part of me that likes story and drama, totally on Trey's side. The person who was on the show and knows that how annoying this is, totally mm-hmm. on Andrew's side. So I see both sides of it. Now, here's the problem that Andrew has. Andrew then has a man chat with Thomas later, which implies that they are now aligned, like they were buddies. Even though Andrew's kind of like, I know he's just taking the grass and whatever. I'm not going to let myself get manipulated by him. You kind of are. Here's the problem that Andrew Snell runs into. Trey and Aaron and all those guys that were for like outing Thomas now can go and say, hey, Katie, Andrew S. didn't want us to tell you about how much of a shithead Thomas is which means that he is only here to get to the end and he's not worried about like protecting your heart. And that's a way to get him off the show, you know? So he has effectively fucked himself. He's in a tough spot. That makes me sad for him though, because I do think out of everybody, like, I don't know. I think the intention of, you know what, I'm going to spend my time to progress my relationship and not talk about somebody else. And like he, and like he said, like, we have to trust Katie. Like, to me, Andrew believed enough in Katie to, to to know that you know what, without me having to put like put myself in the middle of it, she's gonna figure it out. Yeah, and I don't know, like if if she could see all of that, like the behind the scenes of it all, I think you would be on Andrew's side about that and be and like I, I don't know for me, like I would respect the fact that somebody believed believed in me enough that I could figure it out on my own without having to like <clears throat> intervene. You're right. I didn't think about that about the guys turning on him, which makes me sad for him because obviously that's not true. I just love him. I love John Boyega. He's got a great smile. Mm-hmm. But also, hey, guys, everyone listening, if you are ripped, which means you have big ass lats or whatever, these whatever the shoulder muscles are, obviously I don't have them because I don't even know the name of them. If you have that, that means you have no neck. That means that when you wear a turtleneck, it looks like you really don't have a neck. So don't do that because you look like just a head attached to a body. Telling you that, Andrew S., Courtney, you did it too. Guys, no turtlenecks if you've got no neck. That's the thing. To Thomas's thing. Okay, I'm not defending Thomas, but I'm not not defending Thomas. Here's the thing. Thomas is fucking the only guy that's telling the truth. Every single one of those motherfuckers had the thought going in, I could get engaged. Also, a chance I could become The Bachelor. That would be pretty cool. Sorry. When I went on the show, I fucking thought that. I thought, dude, there's a chance that they could make... Actually, no, I was like, I'm, there's no way they're ever to choose me. I'm way too fucking skinny. <laughs> it's, it's in your mind. You're going on a show, and that's one of the outcomes. Like, it's a fucking fact. And Here's the catch, though. He was telling the truth about that, but for him to stand there and say, now it's not in my mind at all. Now yeah. it's out of my mind. That's a lie. You know what I mean? And that's, like, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like, it. He yes, he told the truth in the beginning, and it sucks that he was penalized for that in a way, but he just seems so, like, skeezy. That he is just trying so hard to, like, manipulate the situation and sweet-talk her into keeping him around. Yeah, for sure. He's an idiot for saying that. It seems like as calculated as polished his tongue is, I cannot believe he fucking said that out loud. (laughs) I know. And so you say that, you're done, bro. Don't say that out loud. I know. During the rose ceremony, when she calls out his name, they go to commercial break. I was like, my mom and I were watching together. We were like, what? I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um. Oh, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Like it was freaking me. And then they come back. I love Katie so much. She is like one of my favorite bachelorettes of all time. The way she sent him out of there was everything to me. The only thing I didn't love was when she said, get out. I thought that was a little harsh. I feel like maybe she could have been like, please leave. But overall, like I freaking loved it because she calls his name. His dumbass thinks he's getting a rose and to take walks his, you know, cocky self up there. And then she just obliterates him and is like a bye boy. And I loved it so much. Yeah. At the end of the rose ceremony, I'm like, well, who gets the last rose? You didn't give the rose out. I'm yelling at the TV like, what fucking happened to the rose? And then it was like, we were oh, too. Blake. But she didn't give it to Blake, did she? She just invited him to stay. Yeah, which made no sense. I'm still very confused like how that all ended, but... The Blake locking himself out of the room was very funny. Hilarious. Very funny. What was he doing? Was he sleeping when she knocked on the door? Yeah, rose ceremonies happened at like 7 in the morning. You know, like. My mom was so concerned. She was like, what was he doing in there that he's naked? I was like, mom, he's probably sleeping. Yeah. 
I actually love that the producers didn't mic him for that. They were just like, just go to his room. Let's just see what happens. We'll boom mic yeah. it, you know? Like, uh -huh. let's get his honest reaction. And it would have been really funny if he, if he had, like, morning wood. And he was just like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super good. I loved that. Blake was one of my favorites early on in the in the Claritasia season. And I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't love him towards the end of what of his time on Tasha's season. I can't talk. But I, I do like him. I think he's super cute. Um, you know, I love a Canadian. So... I'm excited that he's sticking around. I think I think I think he's the kind of guy Katie could really like. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, that's enough bachelor talk. I'm on the episode next week, by the way. So they didn't really oh. show me on the on the trailer, which is fucking fine. <laughs> if they cut me out of this one, I swear to God, I'm gonna. If they cut me out of Paradise, I'm gonna do burn down Warner. You're hilarious. Anyways, yeah, I'm on the next one. But they also didn't show who I do the show with, which is also mm. kind of interesting. So okay, you know. Maybe they're trying to like, you know, wait to reveal me later. Whatever. No. Or just cut you out completely. Or just like, you know, it's really, it's like, you know, what's really fun to do to Wells. Make him come out in quarantine for 10 days. Make him film all day long and then like pretend like he was never here. That's mm -hmm. fun. That's a fun game. <laughs> I like that game. But speaking of amazing reality TV dating shows. Mm hmm. Season two of Too Hot to Handle is back. Lana, you dirty bitch. <laughs> is there only one episode out? I watched the first one. No, it's on Netflix. So you can watch all of them. Oh. By the way, if no one knows what this is, what are you doing with your life? Too Hot to Handle is a show that sends a bunch of really hot people to really cool beach or whatever. They're all kind of like slutty people, I guess. And the kind of the directive is like, all right, now you guys can go like all hook up and like, you know, whatever. After the first day, this lava lamp comes to life and is like, I'm Lana and you are not allowed to hook up. If you do, I'll take away money from the $100,000 prize. So then it's like them trying not to hook up, but they can't because they're so pretty and so fucking horny. Here's my thing. I would have been like, <laughs> I have an idea, guys. There is a good chance that we're going to get no money in the end of this, right? Can we all just like kind of agree on that? Like we're all just, we can't help ourselves. So let's just go ahead and say we're not going to try and let's just fuck each other's brains out. Like we're, <laughs> let's just admit that we're not going to get the money. Because I think in like season one, they got like, $10,000 and they had to split it up between nothing. everyone. They got nothing. <laughs> so I've been like, so after season one, I saw that basically they didn't get any money. So um, let's just go ahead and just not listen to Lana and just fuck each other's brains out. Are we all good with that? Yeah. Okay, cool. What do you think would happen if they did that? Like what would the producers do? They there would be no show. Maybe, or it might be like the show just like takes a different turn. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches, man, pivot. Mm. And then good shit happens. I promise you that. Some of the best stuff that I've ever seen in the reality TV dating world have happened when no one thought that shit was going to happen. Very interesting. Peter is, cracks me up. The Staten Island guy who's 5'5 and thinks that he's got a oh, shot with yeah. any of these people, and he totally doesn't. He's so delusional about it. Okay, who's your favorite person on Too Out to Handle Season 2? My favorite dude is Chase. Kayla is my favorite girl also. She's just like, the she's quiet, the quietest and like seems like the least self-absorbed yeah but she's also the hottest like it's, it's like not even hot. not even close yeah i agree well that's your type first of all but yes and i'm like why is no one trying to go after kayla i'm very confused I but i really do like peter because uh <laughs> i get him and cam confused they look pretty much the same no way peter's got curly hair he's from fucking staten island and he's five four and Cam is British. <laughs> yeah, the accents are different, but they do have a similar look. Also, I like Melinda, but when she gets around a guy that she likes, it seems like she's like a little coked up. She's like, <laughs> and you're like, whoa, dude, bring it down a bit. No, I know. I thought for sure after they talked on that rock that he would be like, okay, nope. But then she, man, my girl knows how to play the game because then she kissed that other guy. Yeah. And, I, and when she was doing that, I was like, this is going to backfire. Nope, that guy's just dumb enough that it did not backfire. He fell right into her trap, and he's still obsessed with her. And the French guy, Marvin? The French guy, yeah. I like Marvin. I do too, actually. I mean, his accent is everything. Yeah. Anyways, too hot to handle. Good stuff. I haven't finished it, but 
It's great. Is Larissa the Australian girl? Yeah. I, Is she I, the one that's a lawyer? Yeah. That kills me. Love that for her. She was like, my boobs get me free drinks. My brain's never gotten me free drinks. Well, your brain paid for the boobs that got you the free drinks. So yeah, your brain did get you the free yeah, drinks. Yeah, I know. But like, especially since there was a season one already. And like, clearly these people watched season one of the show because they were like, what? We're on too hot to handle? Like, yeah. they knew what the show was. Like, how do you not know you're on that show? Like, how do you show up and... And not get it in, like, the first hour. They even named it Bachelor in Paradise. No, I know. You know? Some, it was Paradise something, right? These people all think they're just going on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anyways, good stuff. Highly recommend. It's just so good. I watched a movie on the plane back called Cowboys. Okay. A new movie? New movie. It stars Steve Zahn. I love Steve Zahn, and I think of Steve Zahn as a as a comedic actor, you know, like Saving Silverman and shit. Which, by the way, Saving Silverman is such a good movie. Steve Zahn and, <laughs> and Jack Black, ah, so good. But he's not, this is not a comedy. This is a drama, and it is absolutely beautiful. I was crying so hard. Here's the tag. A troubled but well-intentioned father who was recently separated from his wife runs off with his trans son into the Montana wilderness after his ex-wife's refusal to let their son live his authentic self. Cowboys. Steve Zahn's married to Jillian Bell, who actually was like, she's like the funny girl in Workaholics. They have a daughter named Josephine. The little girl goes by Joe. She's like very much a tomboy. Absolutely idolizes Steve Zahn's character, her father's character. Eventually, she's just like, I feel like an alien put me in the wrong body. I'm a boy. And so Steve Zahn's like, no, you're a tomboy. And she's like, no, a tomboy is a girl that likes to dress like a boy. I am a boy. Very much like I am trans, but it's just a little kid. So they don't really understand like what they're saying, but very like definitive. And so the mom is trying to fight these urges for this little girl. And the dad is totally accepting of it nice to see and it's also sad to see and so the whole premise is that they run away together and the plan is for them to walk from montana into canada and then start Ooh. a new life in canada it becomes a missing person and a kidnapping and obviously they think that it's much more nefarious than it really is and i will say that like there's one scene where steve zahn breaks down and it is some of the best fucking acting i've ever seen in my entire life the movie is funny, but sad. It's dramatic, but it's got heart. I'm telling you, Cowboys is so good. You should go watch it. Where did you watch that? I watched it on the plane. So like, where can we watch it? Oh, it's on Hulu. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. I got a fave thing. Not an ad, but should be. The okay. Airfly Duo. Stop it with your technology world. <laughs> Okay, so Derek and I talked about this where we were like, it sucks you can't use your AirPods on planes when they have a TV screen. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh -huh. So I bought this thing. And basically, so it plugs into the ear jack, ear hole jack, and then you can pair it up with your AirPods, and then you can watch movies on planes and not have to use, like, the shit. Also, those headphones are always the shittiest headphones ever. They never fucking work. No, never. And so you can pair it up. So on my flight back the other day, I tried it. Fucking mind blown, dude. Fucking mind blown. I got, got on the plane a little drunk. Not no going to lie. Not going to lie. Oh. And so like everyone's everyone that like I had been working with is there, right? And the stewardess comes by and she's like, what's that, honey? And I was like, guys, it's the Airfly Duo. Apparently this thing plugs in and it's like 15 bucks at Amazon, but apparently this thing plugs into the ear hole jack and then I can fucking stream it into my ears on the on my airpods and everyone's like that's not gonna fucking work and i was like i know <laughs> we're gonna try it out see what happens so like i had a play-by-play -play for the entire like part of my cabin that was like guys it's pairing <laughs> and then like oh guys it's fucking working the director sat next to me and so he sat next to me but he came on late so he was not part and partial to like the entire experience that i was giving everyone when i got on the plane at one point he looks at me and he goes because i'm watching tv but he sees my earbuds in airpods in and he goes the fuck you doing that? The airfly duo bro and he was like what the fuck is that and i, I explained to him he's like oh i thought like 
there's some pairing device and I was like missing something. So he had to watch the like the rest, like whatever he wanted to watch on his iPad, and he had to hold it in his fucking lap like a peasant. And I'm over here with the AirFly Duo, bro. Fifteen bucks on Amazon, kid. Get out. I Anyways, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> I was so excited. I don't know why. And so then, of course, everyone who was, like, questioning me and, like, not believing it existed, of course, we land fucking LAX. Everyone pull out their phone. Amazon. Beep, pop, boop, beep, boop, boop. They're getting AirFly duos, dude. I can't believe it's only 15 bucks. I don't even know. I mean, it wasn't a lot. I will say that. Maybe 30. That's crazy. That's pretty sweet. Oh, there's a bunch of different kinds. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The AirFly is the most expensive one. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, you can get one for 13 bu- bucks. How much was yours? The one I got was 47. Well, that's not too bad. No. And then there's like a different one that's like 29. And there's one for 19. One for My like question th- is, what else can you plug it into that would be beneficial? You could effectively, you could plug it into like a record player and then pair mm-hmm. it with your Bluetooth speakers. And then you could have, oh. you could basically have like wireless speakers around, you know? I was thinking about That's that. genius. Yeah. I was like, I was like, this thing is so great. Okay. And so my other like kind of funny story. So as we all know, I have been away from my lovely bride to be for a very long time. All right. She left to go film her TV show or move, whatever, film her thing in mid-April. And didn't get back until the end of May. I, I, of course, went to go to paradise in the end of May. So we missed each other by a grand total of two days. And then I was gone all of June. So I just got back. So I haven't seen her for a very long time. Which means I haven't done any manscaping for a very long time. Okay? Oh, my gosh. But, like, who am I? Why would I manscape? You know what? Who am I doing it for? You know? I don't care if I got a ball fro. It doesn't bother me, you know? <laughs> I agree, gross, but, like, I'm not making sex with anybody else. Like, what's the point of mowing the lawn if no one is seeing the yard, you know? Uh Uh-huh. But you know that old adage when it comes to weight loss? It's much easier to keep it off than to take it off. This is exactly what I was going to say, is the reason you keep up with it, bro, is because then you've got so much work on your hands. I'm telling you, it was was like an hour-long fucking excursion into oh no manscape land dude it was i needed multiple tools the battery fucking ran out on my fucking clippers had to plug that oh, bitch no. in and go for round two later had to let charge up and it was like a small dog died in the shower <laughs> and then so then i didn't know what to do so i was like what do i do here um I can't have this go down the drain because no. I, will, I will clog up Mexico. So it's like, all right, I'm going to pick it up. So then I was like, I'm going to pick it up in a, in a napkin and, uh-huh. and I'm going to flush it down the toilet. That didn't work. And it just oh, no. was a giant hairball in the toilet. And I've probably flushed like six or seven times. And then I started freaking out because I was like, oh, my God, the fucking maids are going to come in here. The cleaning service is going to come in here and they're going to be like, oh my God, someone killed a small dog, let it decompose, and then they're trying to flush it down the toilet. I was freaking out, or they're like, this fucking gross dude hasn't shaved since fucking Nom. What is wrong with his body? <laughs> Anyways, finally, it went down. I went down the, the train and uh, probably clogging up all of Mexico, but like whatever. And um, now I'm shorn. So, anyways, moral of the story is, guys. Wow. It's easier to keep it off than to take it off. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. That's all I'm saying. Embarrassing. Wow. Now I'm like a, like a baby's butt. Ew. Maybe ask Sarah what she prefers. Yeah. Since she's the one that has to look at it. I know. Poor thing. <sighs> I feel for her. I really do. Same. I got a Musax. What do you got? I was just in L.A. I played a music festival with my dad, actually. We didn't even talk about this, but um, we both played this country festival in Temecula. It's called Old Town Music Festival in Temecula. Mm-hmm. So I flew to L.A. for that, and I, I got there on, like, Friday, played that on Saturday. And then um, on Saturday, a friend of mine that I've known for a really long time, 
hit me up and he was like, he was like, Hey, are you in LA by chance? I have been working on this music project for a long time and it's finally coming out and we're doing an album release party at this house in LA. I would love for you to DJ. It would just mean so much to me if you were, if you would come and do that or whatever, happy to like change your pay to change your flights, whatever you need to make it work. And so I was like, well, I was like, you're in luck cause I'm here and I'm never here. And of course, like I would love to. So this buddy of mine used to be in a band called The Cab. I'm sure you remember The Cab. Death Cab? No, The Cab. It was a Warped Tour. They were like a Warped Tour band. Anyway, it's not The Cab that we're playing. That was the band Alex used to be in. He has started a new project with a friend of his, and it's called Tequila Mockingbird. That is a great name. It's a great name. And, okay, so I have the privilege of having, like, all six songs already, but only one is out. So you guys can only hear the one that's out. It's called Cabo Wobble. And all of these songs, like their whole EP or whatever they have coming out is all, the theme is tequila. And these songs are freaking hysterical. Like they're perfect for like summer by the pool, like you're litty kitty day drunk and you need some party music. Like it, this is it. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. The cover of this single <laughs> is ridiculous ridiculous okay so i don't really even know what i'm getting myself into but uh here's cobble wobble it's ridiculous do you do? i know celebrities i know kung fu i know shit the fuck's that promoter's name again Okay, that's pretty fucking genius. It's pretty genius. And, like, and I do like this song, but some of the other ones that are about to come out are so good. Really? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'll keep you guys posted once when he starts dropping more music. But it is super. It's super fun. Like when you're lit off tequila at the pool during the day, and the song and this these songs come on, it's just like it hits. You know, they're like the hip hop version <laughs> of Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and they actually, I think they sample. Is it a sample or you'll just see when yeah. they release some more music. Um, it also reminds me a lot of uh, the Lonely Island in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. So that was fun at this L.A. house party. This was actually like, I don't really think I've ever been to a true L.A. house party until this one. Mm -hmm. Even though I lived in L.A. for six years, I just don't I don't ever think that was my scene. And so I I played, I DJed and um, they did tell me like, oh, another friend of Alex's is probably going to stop by and play after you or whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. Just like come get me when you want me to be done or whatever. And so I'm up there and I'm playing. And then uh, all of a sudden, I've been up there for like 90 minutes. And all of a sudden, I feel a tap on my shoulder. And I look over. It's Zed. It's fine. Mm. Just Zed. And he's like, hey, you're doing great. But like, let me know whenever you want me to jump on. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm, of course. And so I just switched over. Zed, get, Zed gets up there. Zed starts DJing. And then and then one of the chain smokers pops in. He, I don't think he DJed. He just stood there and vibed. Like it was the funniest thing. Wow. Um, it was it was great though. Great time. Great. I loved LA this weekend. Damn. Thanks for inviting me around. I thought you were still in Mexico. Yeah, that's true. I met this girl when I was in Nashville. Fucking amazing singer songwriter. I think I played her stuff before. Her name's Savannah Conley. Have you ever heard of her? I think through you. Yeah. Anyway, she's got a new record out called Surprise Surprise and. This is uh, a song called Never Want to Be in Love that, um, you know, it's like sad singer-songwritery, like, you know, in your feels. I'm 
Never want to be in love. New record is called Surprise, Surprise. So yeah, the total opposite of the song I played. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to give the people what they want, which is variety. True. That's kind of like what the show was today. We talked about a show called Too Hot to Handle, where it's a bunch mm-hmm. of idiots trying not to fuck each other, but fucking each other into a drama about a trans boy being kidnapped, trying to escape to Canada. Mm-hmm. We're well-rounded. We are. We got props, guys. We do. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. oh, there's some Patreon stuff. Oh, there is. Okay. What should Brandeis Baby Deer be named? <laughs> Overwhelming response for Reginald, aka Reggie. So nailed it. However, I did um, I did see someone tweet saying, uh, I vote for Don the Fawn on the Lawn, which that was a pretty good one right off the top of my head. That was a good one. I will say, so update on on little, I did start calling him Reggie the moment the podcast ended. So we got that going for us. Little Reggie, when I went to bed, he was there. And when I woke up, he was not. And yeah. I have faith that his mommy came back to get him. And I bet he is thriving. Or a mountain lion came. No, I think I would have heard that. The mountain lion. He was lion. right outside my window. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh. he's good. Oh, Laura H. says Kirkland, Washington is where Costco's original headquarters were located, and that's why the label is called Kirkland. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. Kirkland is the shit, man. <laughs> Love me some Kirkland. All right. Well, are we done? We're done. That's it. I miss you. Happy 4th, everyone. I guess we won't be chatting until that's over. Yeah. What are you doing for the 4th? I'm actually going to be playing a show in Park City. Oh, cool. If you live in Utah, come on out. One of my best buds lives in Utah. I freaking love Utah. Yeah. And I really love Park City. Every time I go, I have the best time. It's awesome. I'm going to have hey, a- What about you? I'm going to have a crawfish boil. Oh, you would do that. I'm getting it flown in, man, from Louisiana. You are not. But you think that fucking Studio City's got a crawfish <laughs> distributor? No, I don't. No. I don't think that. No. Uh, and I'm going to do that Cabo Wabo, baby. But I, I, I will say this. I'm celebrating the, independ- the independence of our country on the 3rd because I'm not trying to be hungover on Monday. No, thank you. Yeah. You know? I do know. All right. Well, have fun in Park City. Thanks. All right, Wyatt Tears. We love you. Do that Cabo Wabo, baby. I do that cobble wobble. I do that cobble wobble. I do that cobble wobble. I do that zigzag. Pass me another bottle. I do that cobble wobble. 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 You know what? One of my favorite things about um about Spotify is that you can see like what your friends are listening to and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course I follow like my exes and like they're like Ooh. popping up and it's like oh you still have shitty taste in music cool 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 <laughs> later and they're like oh, Wells man. is listening to a song called Cabo Wobble right now <laughs> <laughs> we should check on him <laughs> Ooh. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.